You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the sub-series of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 Anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're talking about episode 18, which was called What's Important Is... <laughs> What's Important Is What? God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging, man. It's okay. We'll find out in the next half hour while I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do our summary. I don't have any announcements today. So we're going to go to our summary, spoiler-free discussion, and then spoiler-e discussion, like we do <laughs> every time. You know, I say it that way every time. I don't know why you just laughed this time. You just emphasized it a lot. I, I emphasized it more. Like spoiler-e and spoiler-free. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how I say it in my head, and usually I tone it down, because <laughs> I am assuming I was the only one who thought that was funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> this... um. So last time we talked about the episodes with Uo and Hana, or with Uo, sorry, not Hana. Hana wasn't there, just Uo. <laughs> Hana was there briefly. <laughs> we talked about the episode with Uo that focused on Uo's backstory, which wasn't in the original 2001 anime, but this content was in the original 2001 anime. And also we already talked about this chapter, or these um, chapters of the manga a couple of months ago, probably. I don't even remember. I think it was a couple <laughs> months ago. But it was our episode 14, which was called The Desire to, Bri- to Rise Above Weakness. Is it catchier than what's important is? We'll never know. <laughs> so it covers um, chapters 27 and 28 of the manga. That's what was covered in those chapters. And that's what, or that discussion. And that's what's covered in this episode today. So we open on a rainy day and Toru and Yuki stand under the train station entrance. I feel like this train station magically appeared out of nowhere, like last episode. And now it's like there all the time. It was there twice in this episode. <laughs> The town is getting bigger. <laughs> they make small talk. It's almost time for finals, and the student council elections are coming up. And Yuki seems concerned about that. I don't know why the others. I don't know what the others expect of me. He said, but they got the wrong idea about me, and it bothers me. The real me is more. And Toru is like, more what? And Yuki says, never mind. Suddenly, a dripping wet Haru appears out of nowhere, and he comes over to Yuki and Toru, and Toru wipes his face off with a handkerchief. Haru explains that he was out in the rain looking for someone, and he uncovers the bundle that he's carrying in his coat, and it turns out to be an adorable tiger. What adorable cat, Toru says. <laughs> Knew she'd say that, Yuki thinks. And Yuki explains that this is Kisasoma, the tiger of the Zodiac. Her bites hurt, Haru horns, but Toru is super excited to meet another Soma, and holds out her hand, which of course Kisa bites immediately. <laughs> and then Toru kind of, like, faints backwards, and we cut to the opening <laughs> credits. <laughs> I like how he immediately warned her, and then she immediately ignored it. <laughs> yeah. It's like cute factor. You just don't know what you're doing. It's an adorable kitten. Yeah, she was like, wow, wow, I'm so excited. Please meet you. I'm Toru. And Kisa's just like, oh, man, it's really great. <laughs> Back at Shigure's house, after the credits, Haru bandages up Toru's hand, and then Yuki sasses Kisa to apologize. Shigure and Haru explain that she doesn't talk. She stopped after she entered middle school. Apparently, it's a psychological problem. She stopped talking, and she stopped going to school, Haru says. And today, she ran away from home he found her out on the street in her tiger form yuki asked what caused things to end up this way and haru explains it was bullying toru gasps and yuki looks concerned and kisa bites haru's arm what are you mad he asks telling me not to shoot my mouth off yeah right you know how worried i've been your parents are out looking all over for you right now he says and then kisa runs off Toru freaks out and is like, Hataru-san, you're bleeding. We need to stop Kisa-san's bleeding. I gotta, I'll gotta, i go stop Kisa-san's bleeding. And then Shigure is like, calm down. Toru takes off to find her and Yuki says that Haru seems worried. I didn't know you guys were so close. Shigure and Haru look at each other and are like, jealous at the same time. And Yuki's like, no, I just feel like I have to help her because she reminds me of you. When you stop talking for a while, Haru says, you curled up in a corner and went silent. 
That was the only way that you could protect yourself. Yuki's eyes widen, and we see a scene from the past. In a darkened, traditionally decorated room, Yuki sits in the corner, his knees bent up, and his head in his hands. She's doing the same, Haru says. Shut up, Yuki yells, and he stands up, slamming his fist on the table. Do you have to get so worked up, Shigurai asks, and Yuki's like, I do. Are you ashamed? Shigurai says with a smirk, and they pan up Yuki's scared, angry face, and then he takes off. You always like to rub salt in the wound. It's a bad habit of yours, Haru says to Shigure, who replies, Oh, ho, ho, it's my nature, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's my Shigure impression. <laughs> Toru finds Kisa hiding outside and holds her hand out to her again, and Kisa bites it again. It's like, didn't you learn the first time? Toru's like, it doesn't hurt, and she freaks out. No, not at all. Anyway, will you come inside, Kisa-san? But at that time, Kisa's mother suddenly arrives behind Toru because Shigure called her, it turns out. She tells Kisa she's been looking all over for her and asks, what are you doing? Why are you doing all this and causing trouble for everyone? We see another view of Kisa's mother's face and she looks exhausted. Toru suddenly remembers Momiji's words. The mothers of possessed children are either overprotective or completely reject their children. Kisa's mother wants to know why Kisa didn't tell her about the bullying, why she ran away, why she doesn't speak. Yuki appears around the corner of the house as Kisa's mother continues to say, I'm exhausted. I can't take this anymore. She couldn't tell you, Toru says. It's hard to tell someone that you're being bullied. I couldn't tell my mom either. She found out after a while, though. And we see a scene of baby Toru, specifically baby baby Toru, being <laughs> comforted by her mom. For some reason, I started to apologize like crazy. I felt so ashamed. I started to feel ashamed of myself for being bullied, and I was embarrassed to let my mom find out. I was scared she wouldn't love me anymore. I was scared to let others know about this part of myself, Yuki thinks remembering the scene of him in the room earlier. I desperately tried hiding it by pretending. I, I desperately tried hiding it by pretending I was okay. That made me feel even more ashamed and embarrassed. So Toru continues, and my mom said, it's okay, I was so relieved. I was so relieved. She said there was nothing to be embarrassed about, and I cried again, this time in relief. Kisa-san might also feel this way. She didn't want you to hate her. She couldn't tell, she couldn't tell you because she loves you. Kisa's mother is shocked and then cries. Kisa transforms back suddenly and clutches Toru's injured hand. She cries as well, and then Toru holds her. Later that evening, Kyo grumps about Kisa staying there, and Shigure explains that things happened, so he thought it would be a good idea for her to stay. Haru, who is reading Mogeta and Ari, adds that it looked like her mom was nearing her limits too, and that it might be a good idea to give them some time apart. I have no idea what's going on, Kyo says, and then he's like, but where's Kisa? She's stuck to Toru like a burr, Shigure says, smiling. And then we cut upstairs where Kisa is sleeping on Toru's lap in her incredibly pink room. Mm-hmm. Have we ever seen a shot of Toru's room before? I thought we had, but I don't, remember it, but don't remember it being that pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was funny. It's making, it made me think of Matoko's uh, floral room. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we were just reading. I was thinking of Hana's like, black room or yeah. black floral room. It'll be so exciting when we get to see Hana's room. <laughs> Yuki, asks if Toru, uh, Yuki asks Toru if Kisa's not heavy, and Toru says no. He says that he envies Kisa, and then he rests his head on Toru's shoulder, and Toru freaks out a little. Let me do this for a bit, he says. And he remembers earlier, what happened earlier with Kisa and things. I was always ashamed of my weakness, but I wanted someone to tell me it's okay. To be my support and give me the courage to want to be strong. Three days later, it turns out that Kisa is still staying with Shigure and Ko. Toru comes out of the bathroom, and Kisa's little chibi tiger ears and tail pop up in excitement. Toru apologizes for making her wait, and Kisa grabs her shirt adorably. Mm-hmm. 
It turns out that Kisa hasn't left her side for the past three days, and Toru, uh, we see Toru doing chores. Kisa follows her around, and it's adorable. Doesn't she find that annoying? Kyo wonders. I love you, Toru says, surprise hugging Kisa. She looks happy about it, Shigure says. <laughs> Kyo says that he's hungry, um, and Toru asks Kisa what she would like to eat, but of course she can't reply. And Kyo sasses her, and he's like, you can't even say what you want to eat? She imagines what look like three girls in middle school uniforms. And then we cut back to Kyo, who looks kind of taken aback by his own insensitivity for a second. And then Shigure helpfully leans on him and says to ignore everything that this idiot says. And Kyo sasses him and tells him to get off. Kisa holds up her hands like, please stop arguing, kind of motion. And Toru has a brilliant idea. So she quickly draws up a ladder game for Kisa to choose something to eat. And while she follows the ladder, she sings the same song from the original 2001 anime. <laughs> I can't remember if there was a little song, like she was singing in the manga, but regardless, it was the exact same song. I rewatched the episode. I rewatched the episode again to just see what happened. I think it did have a little like la 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 kind of thing next yeah. to her when she was doing it in the manga. Specifically, it goes cha la 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 la, which is yeah. really weird and great. <laughs> I think it's Kyo. He's like, what are you singing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like not... I wouldn't go so far as to describe it as a song. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me chuckle, though. It's a callback. It is. It's a. It's like... Yeah. It's a... It's a callback to the 2001 anime. <laughs> On the TV tropes, they call that a mythology gag. Whoa. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it is a mythology gag. It's like uh, the fact that Haru's reading Ari and Mogeta. So. Yeah. Also, I noticed that they call it art and Mogeta in the dub, like in the translation, for some reason. Mm-hmm. I guess because the name is supposed to be Artemis, but then in like Katakana, it's like Aritemis or something like Mis or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> so it's a little confusing. Anyway, whatever, it's fine. Everything's fine. He's reading Mogeta. Toru sings a song. Kiso chooses a dish, and the dish turns out to be Niratama, which of course we know Nira is Kyo's favorite food in the world. <laughs> these like chives slash leeks that we've been talking about all this time um and niratama i don't think they translated it but it's a dish that just has like scrambled eggs and and chives or like they did the subtitle said like scrambled egg and chives. okay good excellent i just like skipped past it because i knew (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but so of course he's grumpy about it and then toru tries to like freak out apologize and he's like just make it and kisa smiles Mm -hmm. at their antics and then shigeru teases them being a couple and the joke that he specifically makes in the subtitle is Kyo and Toru sitting in a tree. <laughs> but he said something completely different <laughs> in Japanese. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a classic. It is. I mean, it's the best. It's one of my favorite jokes to tease people with. So <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Shigure to do the same. Yeah. <laughs> he, he absolutely would sing a like childish playground teasing. Song. Yes. He probably sings it like, <laughs> on the like, daily. 29 or however old he is. When Hattori calls him, he's like, Tori and Toru, sit me yeah. in a tree. <laughs> yeah, he just pops up behind all of the couples in the series. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we pan away to Yuki, who is outside of the room listening. And then we cut to school. So it's a later time. I guess it's like the next day or whatever. Uh, Momiji, Haru, Yuki, and Toru eat lunch together. So no Kyo. Everybody but Kyo eats lunch. <laughs> They talk about what Kisa will do now and about her mother. And when the subject of Kisa's mother comes up, Toru immediately looks at Momiji, who looks concerned. And she explains that the day before, Kisa's mom called Toru to check in on her. So that means that Kisa's Muti is thinking of her. He wonders out loud. And of course, she smiles. 
Yuki wonders why Kisa was being bullied in the first place, and Momiji says that he heard some people gossiping about it at the main house. So this is how he gets all the intel, apparently, because he knows everything <laughs> about what happened. At first it was her looks. They said that it offended the other students. It's the fate of those possessed by an animal with a natural hair color, Haru adds. People made fun of me a lot, too. And they talk about how Haru would turn black and beat people up, and Kyo, too, would beat people up for making fun of his hair color. Momiji says that he heard Kisa... He heard that Kisa tried to explain that she couldn't do anything about her hair, and then everyone started ignoring her. And even though they ignored her, they would snicker whenever she said something. Miji goes on saying that this never happened to him in class, but he thought about how sad it would feel, something that happened to him. And then he and Toru start to cry, (laughs) which is touching and sad. (laughs) (laughs) If all people do is laugh at you, you become timid, Yuki thinks, and then stop speaking, even though you know it'll annoy people. Everything becomes dark and you suffocate. We see Kisa sitting at Chigure's house on the porch, and then we transition, the scene like transitions to Yuki sitting alone in the same position, in the same room, probably the traditional room from before. Your heart and words baby Yuki, though. It's baby baby Yuki. Yes. (laughs) Just to be clear. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. The first time it was, he was a bit older. Like, he's closer in age to, like, now versus this time it's, he's Mm -hmm. little. You're right. I didn't, yay. The school bell rings, and Toru dabs at her eyes with a handkerchief, and Yuki comes and dabs at Momiji's eyes with a handkerchief. And then Haru <laughs> leaves, saying that he'll be coming to Shigure's later to see Kisa and deliver a letter from her teacher, the contents of which will surely make us all want to vomit, dear listener. Um, <laughs> Momiji joins him, still a bit upset, and then Toru waves them off, also still upset. I don't think being weak is a good thing, Yuki says suddenly. But I also think that stronger ne- doesn't necessarily mean better. You sometimes hear that it's survival of the fittest, but we're humans, not animals. Even those of of the Zodiac are human, he says. Again, remembering the same traditional room as a child, looking out of the window. Yes, Toru says in the present, and they both smile. Yuki stretches and says, I feel a little braver. And Toru's like, eh. And then we transition to later. (laughs) At dusk, at Shigure's house. Kisa reads the letter from her teacher, and Haru asks to see it. He reads it out loud, and it is indeed sickening. (laughs) (laughs) Haru reads part of it, and then he... Yuki reads part of the letter, which is about Kisa trying to... It's like the teacher asking... Um, when we talked about this before, I read the contents of the letter, but I'm not going to this time. It's about Kisa trying to be harder... Trying harder to be friends with everyone and finding <laughs> something that she loves about herself. That's literally what it says. It's like, oh, you should try no. to be part of the group. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, Kisa trying to be harder. Yeah, try- <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Gotta be tough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, I... He says hesitantly after reading the letter. I also had a time when I saw speaking for slightly different reasons, but like you, I felt embarrassed and hated myself. Learn to love yourself? What does that mean? How are we supposed to, to find something good about ourselves? The whole reason we hate ourselves is because we can only see the parts we hate. So forcing ourselves to find good points feels hollow, like making things up. He drops the letter and continues, It's not like that. That's not how it works. I think it's only when someone says they love you that you're able to start loving yourself. Yuki remembers Toru asking to be his friend, even if her memories are erased, which is from, like, I don't know, episode two or something like that. Mm -hmm. Saying that his kindness is like a candle in the garden scene, asking what his New Year's wish is, calling him Yuki-kun after, or, yeah, calling him Yuki-kun after the endurance run, Um, and there's, like, a time where there's, like, cherry blossoms behind her. I think it's when school, when Akito came to school, Um, and then smiling during the rooftop conversation that they had earlier that day. I think when someone accepts you, he continues, that's when you can start feeling like you can forgive yourself a little and start to love yourself. Kisa tears up. Mm, she says, crying, voice barely above a whisper, and Haru is surprised. 
It made me happy, she says. Kisa, Yuki and Haru say together. Kisa, what do you plan to do, Yuki says. Do you want to stay like this? I can't. I need to try harder, she says. Or else I'll turn into an even worse person. Even if we can't be friends, even if they keep ignoring me, I have to make sure to try a little harder or else. You're right, Yuki says, kneeling beside her. Let's try. I'll try too. And if you get sad, or if it's too painful, come here again. She'll be here for you, he says. And we see, like, a scene of Toru smiling and hanging laundry, and then cut back to Kisa. Haru hugs her. It's been a long time, he says. I finally got to hear your voice again. Later that night, we cut to outside of Toru's work, and Toru leaves. Big sister, we hear. And Toru turns to see that it's Kisa running over and calling her. Toru drops her bag and runs over, shouting, and drops to her knees and hugs Kisa as well. I can't keep running away forever, even if my heart is still overshadowed now, Yuki thinks, and he imagines Akito. There will come a day when I need to confront my weakness. And he again imagines the room, the, the like traditionally decorated room from before, and continues, so that all of those tears shed are worth something. We transition to later, Harutor Momiji see Kisa off at the station. Like, I guess maybe the next day. This was all like a span of a couple of days. Yuki had something to do, and so he's not there. Despite her still wavering speech, Toru narrates, Kisa went back to school. Toru will be sad to see her go, but she'll have to bear it, because Kisa has mustered up her courage and is fighting. We transition to school, where Yuki's talking to Makoto, the student council president. <laughs> he says that he'll accept the president's offer to be his successor, and apologizes for trying to avoid it. Yuki bows, and the president cries, and he's like, you accepted the role for me, and Yuki's like, that's not it, and cuts him off and slams the council room door. <laughs> <laughs> we see Kisa hesitating outside her classroom door. And we see Yuki walking down the hall, and they're kind of, uh, it, it kind of the scenes bounce back and forth between them. It's not like I've suddenly become stronger, nor did anything change, Yuki narrates. My body still trembles, but I'll keep facing my fears. Yuki walks down the hallway at his school, and Kisa looks determined at hers. What's important is the desire to improve, which stems from weakness. Kisa opens the classroom door, and then we cut to credits. Ooh. <laughs> I thought that was a really good episode. <laughs> Another uh, very accurate reproduction mm -hmm. yes i think so and it was good you said when we talked about this i think we briefly talked about it in the uh in the like spoilers for the last anime break because we knew this episode was coming we talked about how in the original anime yuki's role in kind of like helping her isn't it's like not there or something mm. i think he's he's there but it's definitely downplayed and yeah. i think the thing that's really downplayed is yuki's development it and how he like, I don't think that he shares about how he wasn't able to speak or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. So, I think feel yeah. like this episode really did a better job with Yuki's development specifically. All the Kisa stuff is there, and it's the same. But Yeah. Yeah, because really, it's a, a Yuki story as much as a Kisa story. It is, for sure. It's about both of them. And I kind of, like, not forgot that. I guess I just felt like uh, before... When I think of these episodes, I always think about it. It's like, oh, it's Kisa's here. Yeah, we get to hear about Kisa. But it's also a really important point of development for Yuki. So. Mm -hmm. Pretty uh, accurate to the manga, except we got some more flashbacks from Yuki. Mm -hmm. but I, I don't think those like memories of him in the room were there. No, I don't think so. I think he just had like, a traumatized face. <laughs> <laughs> he had that scene, I guess the scene where he stands up at the beginning, where Haru, where Shigure is like, teasing him and Haru is there I feel like that scene is exactly the same he has like yeah. a scared face yeah he has that face there but then like he didn't have any of the like flashbacks of him like I don't think so curled up in the room no I think they just talk about it mm -hmm. 
when Momiji is talking about like hearing the gossip in the subtitles, it said that he heard his aunts gossiping. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that like I wonder if, if that means meant... like literally aunts or if he's just referring to like random older Soma women family members. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, I didn't think about it. It's if that's yeah, possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't get a lot of like detailed like Soma family like relationships really. No, not outside except of that the... they're all like vague. Yeah, except that they're all like vaguely related to each other, and then like That's immediate true. family. So. I feel like it'd be weird if it so was his aunt. Yeah, I guess. But I wonder. I think he just. I always thought he meant like the ladies, like the ladies at the main house or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just something stuck out to me from the subtitles. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice that. It's possible. I like I just like the fact that he like heard he's like oh yeah I overheard this thing but it's like literally everything like they're hardcore yeah. gossiping about her mm -hmm. I like the flashback of baby Kyo beating up <laughs> oh yeah that was kids funny. that were trying to bully him <laughs> <laughs> yes they're like Kyo beat them nearly half to death it's like little yeah. Kyo beating up little kids yes yeah. it looks like he's like seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's precious Speaking of, like, I don't know, just, like, other things that were nice and things that we liked, like, the, we talked about it a bunch before, but, I like, the, all the animal forms are so nice, like, even Kisa, I felt like when we read the manga, the tiger, little, little wee tiger had a lot of detail compared to some of the other animals, but I also felt like in this, um, they also, I felt like she had a, a lot of good, like, animation and style of the little tiger is really cute. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Oh, we usually get a lot of detail about the Zodiac person when we meet them the first time, but I feel like the only things that we learned about Kisa are, like, she's a tiger, she's in middle school, she was bullied in middle school, and she has this issue where she's not able to speak. Mm -hmm. And her mom, I guess, cares about her. Those are kind of the things that we learned. I'm trying to think of anything yeah. else. Usually when we meet a new person, we kind of, like, summarize them. So well, I think mm -hmm. that was kind of it. Yeah. I think that's fairly standard for, like, the first meeting kind of thing. Yes. We get, like, their basic thing and then their trauma. <laughs> yes, their thing and their drama. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. And then a slight, you know, heading towards solution to their trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how this time Yuki's really the source of um, helping her with her trauma. Mm -hmm. It's good growth for him. I'm sure we talked about that in our, like, discussion of the manga. Yeah. Probably a lot. Um <laughs> So, like, okay, here are the things that I wanted, things that stuck out to me this time. There's a couple of just, like, lines. I think it's interesting that, so the first time we read this, because we read it when we were going through the manga, we hadn't read the same chapters that the, the we just, the Uo's backstory wasn't, we hadn't read it yet, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting, there's a couple of things from there that kind of reminded me of stuff from that story that we wouldn't have reread yet when we were reading the manga. So, like, for example, Yuki has this line where he says that there will come a day when I need to confront my weakness so that all of those all tears shed are worth something, which kind of reminded me of stuff that Kyoko said in the last episode where she's like, like, it's okay if you screw up or whatever. It just, as long as you make it worth something. I can't remember exactly what she said, but something like that. It reminded mm -hmm. me of that idea. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like this, this time, because we saw this right after the story about kind of like about Uo's backstory I feel like there's a lot of other pieces that tie into that which is kind of nice because like we didn't we wouldn't have seen that before so we wouldn't have been exposed to it before mm -hmm. um, like I just said the one this like 
this pain that you go through needs to be worth something, whether it's like your own doing like Uo's kind of mistake or like the things that other people impose upon you. And like the idea that someday it'll, it'll be worth something. Being able to get through this hard time will be worth something. It's kind of interesting. I don't know if that's really a theme. I mean, it's kind of a theme. I think it's going to come mm-hmm. be in stuff. I don't know if we've seen much of other other things that kind of have that idea so far, but I think we might. Like, I think we will. Because mm-hmm. it's come up twice in the last, like, two episodes. Yeah. Um, and then also this, there's these kind of... It's interesting to see these pieces of this story at the same, like, one sequentially when they weren't like that before. Like, it felt like it tied them together a bit more where, <laughs> where we wouldn't have even had that kind of, like, comparison in the first place. Yeah. And they, I think they are, like, kind of there's some a lot of similarities to them i think the stuff with yuki growing and yuki and kisa trying to find and like find someone who cares about you and grow from the things that are painful and especially yuki acknowledging that and saying like i i also had the same problem as you like he's willing to admit it goes from something from being something embarrassing and like painful to him to being something that can help somebody else Mm -hmm. like he he chooses to make that choice i guess in this episode or these chapters yeah i think that all kind of ties into some of the stuff that kyoko was talking about last time in her conversations with uo which i was interesting we wouldn't have thought i never thought about it before there's a connection there i think <laughs> i don't have any other major things to say it's like we met kisa we got to know her we got to see some realized development of yuki and mm-hmm. um kind of see i think we learned a little bit more about his past right i guess like we saw some of the ways like he it's kind of alluded to that he has this relationship with Akito where Akito is abusive right like mm-hmm. where you know he talks about the room just for Yuki and all that stuff like I wonder if that's all tied or if that's what's being shown here like is it that room mm-hmm. we haven't gotten to any part of that backstory even on a reading yeah, nothing of... explicit yeah so I mean it could be it could that could be the place it certainly looks like a traditionally decorated house which makes me think that it's like or like a you know tatami room or something that like it makes me think of the main house because mm-hmm. um, we know that it's like that from the scenes that we've seen of the main house so far but yeah other than that it's not clear what that place is or like and then we saw that he was we, he's seen in the shown in the same room when he was young and when he was older mm-hmm. as you pointed out so something that went on for a long time it seems like to me i think it's kind of it's calling back to that what we've yeah. seen so far of course yeah i don't know i don't have any other strong things to say he's as cute uh, mm-hmm. I was glad to see Kisa on the yeah. <laughs> on screen slash on page, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Well, good. Then it was succinct. Um, <laughs> we were we're going to talk about spoilers after the music. And um, next episode is called Golden Nasai, <laughs> which I'm so excited about. <laughs> so... Uh, or other otherwise translated as I'm so sorry. <laughs> it just doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> uh, so you can find us at staytogetherpodcast.com, staytogetherpodcast on Tumblr, staytogetherpod on Twitter. You can email us. We're on whatever, Spotify. We're in the Play Store, even though I got so much sass back about the Play Store. Listen, I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> it's fine if you listen to the podcast in the Play Store. <laughs> it's the most controversial thing I feel like I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> We weren't dissing it or anything. We were just questioning its popularity. <laughs> well, it turns out that lots of people use it. So. Yeah. More you know. Yeah. 
I did see that we were talking about podcasting at work because of some project that we're doing. And apparently there's a podcast app too for Google. So like there's like a Google podcast app. So I don't know if you do listen to podcast on uh, through the Play Store, maybe that app would be better. Like, I don't actually know. I just, we were trying to figure out what the situation is. So anyway, um, you can, you can also leave reviews or, or uh, send us asks on Tumblr or anything like that. And as always, thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, we're back to talk about spoilers. I said that in a toned down way this time. I hope it's okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're like in an alley going like, hey kid, yeah. some spoilers. Yeah. Well, let me open this trench coat and show you my spoilers. <laughs> Um, of course, like, there's, like, these major spoilers about Yuki's relationship with Akito. It's not really a spoiler, sorry, but it's alluded to. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for when Kisa and Hiro shows up, when Hiro shows up in this, I feel like. Kisa's, I like to, I don't know, I'm excited to see more of Kisa later. Mm-hmm. She's one of those characters that we don't get to see a lot, but I always like her when she's there. Yeah. She's cute. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's just, like, how it was phrased slightly different this time or something, but the Yuki and Toru scene in this episode. Oh yeah. Like made me think real hard about the whole uh Oh yeah, I didn't talk about that. Oops. Like maternal Toru thing. Mm-hmm. Like with him later on because like he says like that he envies Kisa and like the flashback is of her, you know, being very maternal toward Kisa mm-hmm. and stuff. So Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. And he's just like, I wanted someone to support me. Mm-hmm. Um which is also interesting. Yeah. I think in the manga, I think the flashback wasn't there. It was just him, like, talking to Toru, and just that added flashback of her just kind of made it seem, like, extra maternal. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I'm just looking at my notes from before to see if it's there or see mm-hmm. what happened. <clears throat> oh, it says she's lucky, and Toru's like, huh, and then he slumps under her shoulder. And then he says, oh, please let me... That's right. It's a, this is where I was, I was sassy about the translation because in the in the original one it said, please let me watch her for a little while. It will give me the courage I need mm-hmm. to go on. But then I was like, in the Yen press it says, please let me do this a little while because it gives me support, courage and emotional support or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think makes, it makes way more sense. Yeah, you're right. So adding that little flashback of Toru and her being kind of like motherly and taking care mm-hmm. of... Kisa, I think, is really more like what it is that he wants, right? It's what he, yeah, what he means in that in that action, in that, uh, phrase, in that, yeah, what he says. So, mm-hmm. for sure, and I think it is just a change in the it's a change in the animation and the in the dialogue a little bit too, or the translation maybe in the dialogue. Yeah, maybe that's the only spoiler comment I have. Okay, I have one, <laughs> which is okay. There's another line that reminded me of something else. Where Yuki says I was scared to let others know. He thinks I was scared to let others know about my part of that part of myself. So like it's the scene where Tori's talking to Kisa and she says like um, I didn't want she didn't want her mother to know that she was being bullied. And the it's like the dialogue like Tori trails off and then it's Yuki's internal thought like internal monologue that's in the same sentence like it's all in the, the one thought kind of. And what it says is I I was scared to let others know about that part of myself, which I think is interesting because. 
it reminded me of some other things that there's like every every character in the series has something that they are trying to I don't know not trying to hide but they're worried about people finding out about them so like mm-hmm. Yuki's worried about this I guess like I don't know exactly what it is that he's worried about people finding out like that he was abused or something like I feel like it's not so straightforward he's worried about people like I don't know like seeing someone seeing the him he thinks that people have the wrong impression of him like that's what he talked about in this episode mm-hmm. right where he was like oh I don't know what the student council wants me to do like I don't know what they think I don't know why they think like what they think about me or what they expect me to do or whatever he has this really poor opinion of himself in that sense I think he's worried about people figuring out like what he's like quote unquote really like for some reason mm-hmm. even though he's really like what people think anyway whatever it's fine um <laughs> then there's other things that other people are afraid of other characters are afraid of people figuring out about them like of course uh Kyo is terrified of Toru wanting to finding out about his true form right mm-hmm. um like when in this chapters that we read he's um I think she shows like oh you're you're worried about her finding out well I'm gonna take away you know your choice and then he takes his bracelet off forcefully right Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything's fine. <laughs> and then Toru is, of course, afraid of people finding out things about about her too, like finding out that, um, you know, like her her behavior of speaking super politely is is kind of a it's an air that she put on to, you know, get her mother's attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she, of course, reveals that to Kyo later. So there's like those are the things off the top of my head. I think that there's more. Like, I think there are more people who have things that they don't want other people to know about them. Even, like, yeah. things so things so kind of um, so kind of subtle, I guess, is like, ooh, I didn't want to tell... Like, all the story of uh, her time when Kyoko saved her from the gang or whatever, she didn't tell that story to Kyo and Yuki. She, we just saw it in her internal flashback, right? So, like, mm-hmm. they don't have that. The only people who know that are Uo, Toru, and Kyoko, right? Yeah. So stuff like that. Anyway, I thought that it was just interesting, kind of like again, like because of the way, the, the things that we've already seen that we hadn't the first time we read this through, I felt like it kind of tied, and a couple of things that we've read since we read this chapter with Kisa, tied mm-hmm. that idea together to a lot of other things for me. So I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Got some round characters in this series. They all have something. <laughs> they all have some motivations. They all have things that they want to hide, things they don't want other people to know, things they're embarrassed about. Secret ambitions. Almost as round as the seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> there was no shawarma scene this time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as round as the seahorse. <laughs> the, I guess the only other spoiler mm-hmm. that I have is... Oh, go ahead. I was about to say probably the same thing as you. Go it's ahead. Like, looks like we're getting Ritsu yeah. this time. <laughs> also an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. So they're going to add Ritsu first instead of Hiro. Because mm-hmm. in the... Is that the same as the original anime? Hmm. I know there's some, like... Yeah, I don't remember what order they came in, but I know there's some, like, true form stuff that comes up in Ritsu or um, Hiro's story. So I wonder if they're going to save him for afterward. Not to do with Hiro, but it just comes up because it's right afterward. Like they're at school and they're like, "What happened? Why are you so sad?" And then, well, apparently they must have cut all that out of the first one because that yeah, they definitely did. Um, I know there's like commentary about like the scratch on Toru's neck, that and everything. Yes, I believe that's in those chapters. It is. I think you're right. 
Yeah. So if they're trying to keep them all accurate, if they're going to move Ritsu up and Hero back. (laughs) Ritsu up and Hero back. Or keep Hero where he is, technically. Yeah. But after the... Yeah. After True Form. Um, Jason? Okay, wait. So it's... (laughs) <laughs> like every time you like look up the list from the old it's anime, pre like Jason. pre Jason or post Jason, <laughs> because the episode titles. If we've three, then we don't need to fear Jason. Mm-hmm. I think I already voiced my displeasure with the old titles. Oh, maybe I cut that. They're silly. It's because I've been loved that I've become stronger. Is the title of this one. Um, the next one after Kisa's in the original anime is the one with Hana and Megumi. Uh, is when the fan club goes to their house. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. So they're not adding them till later, I guess. And then the next one is Toru has a cold. Oh, and then the next one after that is Ayame's secret life. So I guess that's when they go to the shop. And then Hiro. And then some other stuff. And then Ritsu. And then the cat. <laughs> so they moved everything up. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they put Hero before Ritsu. So it's like oh, I guess all that other stuff, other than the so they like took out the true form part and then put everything else first, and cut any yeah. mention of the true form part. Like they cut the part about him, I guess, asking Yuki being upset, and about um, mm-hmm. and and yeah, like Kyo asking about her, the her wound or whatever. They cut all of yeah. that out, and I'm deeply offended. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, 18 years later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it looks like, for this one at least, it would be trying to move forward the uh, the stuff that doesn't have, uh, like, direct consequences from the true form arc. You know what that means? That means that we're going to talk about... We're talking about school. We will have talked about school <laughs> by the time this one comes out, right? The things that happened at school mm-hmm. in this episode. Then next time we're going to talk about Ritsu in the anime. I mean, the manga. Then we're going to talk about Ritsu in the anime. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Damn you. <laughs> At least there'll be a slight gap for us. <laughs> just not for... Uh, not in how it comes out. No. We'll get the opportunity to uh, record all our differences and disagreements. If, <laughs> if should there be any. Because <laughs> I don't... I can go out on a limb and say Ritsu's not going to be a two-parter like Uo. <laughs> I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I guess you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't Get know. all the deep Ritsu lore. You know. <laughs> Maybe they'll, like, throw in some old, like, times with the onsen when he's a little kid or something. Mm-hmm. Could be exciting. We'll never know. <laughs> Get a whole Ritsu miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be called? <laughs> like, the night school doctor? <laughs> Komenasa. <laughs> 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 yeah, every time it's like this time on Gomenasai. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good time. I'm so excited to voice act Ritsu in like five minutes when we start recording the, <laughs> the next one. It's gonna be a great time. Okay, I don't have any other major spoilers or anything. No, nope. I feel like we must have had a lot more discussion in the first the manga episode, but whatever. Probably. It felt like, um, I think the reason is because I was just looking at the notes that I have and it's like, there's empathy, like the scenes of, with Romuji and Toro talking about it, about what happened and stuff. I just feel like the pace of this actually was quite fast 
like I don't think you could have split it into two episodes, but mm-hmm. there was a lot that happened. Like I was typing my notes and I was like, oh, this is the halfway point of the where the manga, the first chapter ended or whatever, and it seemed like there was still mm-hmm. a lot. I think there's just a lot of like actual things that needed to be said and done. So, uh, like some of those things didn't come through as strongly, so maybe I didn't catch it as strongly this time. Yeah. Thinking. But those other things stood out to me, like how like these scenes that are kind of connected to other stuff that we've seen or things that have that have happened so far and then other parts of the series, I feel like it's really tying it into like a bigger kind of like theme or like these some of the bigger messages of Fruits Basket, like, you know, you need to face your fears and that everybody has something that they're kind of like ashamed of and that it's something to like be worked through and something that you need to kind of like accept and help people deal with, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see that. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Excellent. Next time we're going to talk about Ritsu. It's going to be so good. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I apologize to all the world for this lack of spoiler discussion. <laughs>